Welcome to Till It Tea Time. I'm Melissa, and today I have joining me is Chloe Flanagan. She is the author of Forward to What Lies Ahead, and she is the blogger at The Candid Corinthian. Also on the podcast today, I will be sharing with you some books that I've been reading and maybe some that I'm currently reading, and I'm going to talk a little bit about Bookstagram, which if you're not familiar with what that is, I will explain it later in the podcast. So grab yourself a cup of tea, sit back, and enjoy the podcast. Hi, Chloe, and welcome to Till It Tea Time. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hi. First of all, I want to thank you so much for having me on the show. Good luck and congratulations on having your own podcast. Yeah, so I am a technical writer by day and a blogger and novelist by night. So um, I like to, in my free time, I like to write and kind of wrestle with questions about God and how we relate to Him and one another in the faith walk. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I've heard that you've recently um, released your first book. Tell me a little bit about what's called uh, Forward What Lies Ahead. Tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, yeah. Um, I released that in November. Um, it's a Christian fiction novel, and it kind of dips into several genres, actually. <laughs> it um, It's partly suspense, partly romance, partly personal drama, and um, it's about a independent and strong young woman who, through a series of family tragedies, kind of realizes that maybe she can't count on her own strength as much as she thought she could. And um, she has to learn to find out kind of what grace is all about and find out that she actually needs love in her life also. And uh, are you currently working on any other books? Um, right now I'm working on a sequel to Forward to What Lies Ahead. The working title is A Time for Every Matter. And um, it's about like a middle-aged woman that um, she's very outspoken, but she's also very compassionate and she has to face her past kind of, she has some ghosts from her past and she needs to uh, face these things to have a second chance at, at love and at her relationships with her family. And uh, when would that be released? Do you have any release date for that one? It's um, set to release in early June, actually. So it's just around the corner. <laughs> okay, so it's just around the corner. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about what made you decide to start writing. Well, I've always enjoyed writing, and um, but mostly I've done it for fun and for recreation. But about two years ago, I decided to finally pray and just ask God, what can I be doing with my writing? What can I do that's more substantial and could be more glorifying to you? And uh, so I decided to start my blog, my personal blog called The Candid Corinthian. And I started on that just as a series of reflections and poetry about the Christian walk. And um, after that, I decided to start delving into fiction a little bit. That's something I've always wanted to do, but never really took the time to do that. So I started doing that. And it's just it's been a great experience. And are you uh, self-published or traditionally published? I'm self-published. Yeah, I, I am also, and that's it's a lot of work. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, um, so how how long did it take you to write forward to what lies ahead? It took me about four months altogether. So, in July, I started. I participated in the Camp National Novel Writing Month, the one that they do in July. And so I decided to start on that July 1st, and I wrote about half of the novel during that. And then for the remaining few months, I published it, or I, sorry, I um, edited it, and I 
had some beta readers read it, and it went live in the middle of November. So um, when do you normally get your writing done? Like what time of day? Like are you more more at night or? Yeah, totally. It's mostly at night. I have I work eight to nine hours during the daytime. And so I go home and I write during the afternoons and I write in evenings. And I'm kind of a night owl anyway. So that that's kind of when my creative juices really get to flowing. What other authors do you enjoy reading? Oh, goodness. I love a lot of authors. Um, I love classics like Jane Austen and Raphael Sabatini and H.G. Wills. And I also like a lot of historical Christian fiction authors. So some of my favorites are Sarah Sundin, Jen Toronto, and Elizabeth Camden. Oh, I love uh, Jen Toronto. I'm actually reading one of her books right now. Really? Yes. <laughs> so uh, what would your top three favorite books be? I know it's hard to pick, but what, if you could just pick three, what would they be? Ooh, that's tough. But um, probably the first one would be Emma by Jane Austen. I try to read that like every year because it's my favorite. Um, I think I really like With Every Letter by Sarah Sundin. And uh, that's one of the first historical Christian fiction books I read, actually. I hadn't really read a lot of the genre up until that point, but it really got me hooked on the genre. And um, probably another one would be The Time Machine by H.G. Wells. Time travel fascinates me. <laughs> okay, yeah. And I've I've actually read um, the one by Sarah Sundin, and I loved that one. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, I've been reading uh, historical or Christian historical fiction for many years, and it's probably one of my favorite genres. So, what are you currently reading as far as um, I know we talked a little bit about some of your favorite books, but what are you currently reading right now? Right now, I'm reading a Christian suspense novel. Um, it's called Crossed Off. It's the third book in the Holly Cross Christian Suspense novels by C.C. Warrens. So it's, um, I've only just started it. I kind of want to set aside some time where I can read it all in one setting because I know from the past two novels that I'll have to finish it all at once. They're very, very exciting. I've actually heard of that one and it sounds really intriguing. Why, why do you enjoy reading Christian fiction? I really like Christian fiction because it's entertaining in a healthy way. And But it also makes me think about my faith journey a lot. So if you met someone who didn't know what Christian fiction was, how would you explain what it is to them? I think I would say that Christian fiction, it's basically fiction with a God-glorifying message. I mean, it may not always be overt and preachy or didactic, but it's something where you walk away knowing that this narrative pointed to something bigger and more than just the events and circumstances in the story, that there's something bigger going on behind it. I get that, I ask that all the time. And um, thank you for your answer. That's a great answer. Do you read mostly ebooks or paperbacks? For the longest time, it was only paperbacks, but um, it's so much more convenient to read ebooks now. I like to read them on my phone or I read them on my Kindle. So lately I've been reading a lot of ebooks. Okay. As far as like ebooks go, do you borrow through your like your library or do you buy them like um, on Amazon? I do a little bit of both. Um, when there's something available in the library, for instance, I'll discover a new author and I'll think, hey, I wonder how many other books they have out there. Sometimes I'll go to my library first and use the OverDrive application, and they always have a lot of selections. And um, But I also I do a lot of Kindle, Kindle Unlimited. I love that. <laughs> I haven't tried that yet, but I heard it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so just tell me one random fact about yourself that most people wouldn't know. Um, one, this is pretty random. When I was a teenager, and sometimes now I like to do it, but when I was a teenager, I liked writing songs. and. Sometimes if I was in a bad mood or whatever, I'd write like a just a kind of a jazzy, nostalgic sounding 
um, love song. I, I really loved like Glenn Miller and Ella Fitzgerald and vintage jazz when I was younger. And so I would try to write things that reminded me of that. They weren't always very good like that, but they, they made me happy. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I used to write, write songs. Um, they weren't that great. Um, I used to play <laughs> guitar and write songs. So <laughs> I guess it goes with some <laughs> of the creativity of writing stories. And can you tell us where we could find out more about your books? And you said you blog also. Yes. Um, the blog is candidcorinthian.blogspot.com and, um, or you can just Google the Candid Corinthian blog. I think it's the only one titled that out there. And, um, that, for the tem- for the time being, that also serves as my author page, so you can read about my fiction on there. And I'm also on Goodreads, and I am on have an Amazon author page that you can read about my work as well. And then I'm on social media: Facebook, Twitter, and um, Instagram. Okay, yeah, and I will put all the links to your pages and social media in the description of the podcast for so all the listeners can find out more about you. Just one more question here. Do you prefer tea or coffee? Oh, definitely tea. Tea for sure. And um, actually, I wanted to let you know that from your second podcast, I really liked your poem about Earl Grey because I also love Earl Grey. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I I have been slightly obsessed with Earl Grey tea. And one day I was just like, oh, I need to just write out my feelings for Earl Grey tea. So I did it in a poem. <laughs> um, I'm not much one for poetry, um, not since I was in third grade, but... Uh, I tried my hand at it for the first time in many years. <laughs> so I appreciate you well, when uh, telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on Till It Tea Time. I really enjoyed learning more about you and your uh, books. And I really look forward to your book coming out in June. But thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me and good luck with your future podcasts. Thank you. I appreciate it. Last week, I told you a little bit about a poll that I would have on my author page. And thank you to all of those who went and voted. 75% of you liked Earl Grey tea and 25% like green tea. So thank you to all of those who voted. Thanks to the Earl Grey tea drinkers for making one of my favorite teas win. (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit about this book I just finished. It's called After a Fashion by Jen Toronto. This was recommended by my sister-in-law and I am so glad she recommended it because I absolutely loved it. It's a great read for someone who just wants something lighthearted and funny but also with some depth to the characters. Um, It's about this girl um, or young woman, Miss Harriet Peabody. Uh, She works in a hat shop and this unfortunate circumstance happens which honestly made me laugh a lot, but something happens and it kind of throws her into a whole new part of her life. But it's a lovely read. I absolutely adored it. This would be a great book to take to the beach with you if you are just wanting just a great book to read. One that if don't be afraid to pick it up if you want to laugh. (laughs) Definitely get it if you are needing a really good laugh because I don't think a book has ever made me laugh so much. In fact, I loved it so much, I decided to order the next two books in the series, like instantly. Um, And I actually got it this week is um, the second book, In Good Company. And I'm only halfway through that, so I can't tell you what I think of it yet. So that will be next week. I'll give you a little review on that. Then I'll have the third book, which of course I'm going to have to read right away because... These books are just so good. (laughs) Have you ever just had a book that 
you couldn't put down and you just wanted to read it every single moment of the day. I went to work today and all I could think about was coming home and reading. Of course, I had other things to do and I'm now doing this podcast, staring at this book right next to me. If my podcast is a little short, that might be why, because I need to go read this book. I'm sure most of you can relate to me. Now, one thing I haven't talked much about um, yet on the podcast that I would like to kind of incorporate more into my podcast would be uh, theater. Now, I'm not talking about movies. I'm talking about actual theater, plays, and musicals. In May, I actually have the opportunity to go see The Music Man, which is put on by Eagles Wing Studio in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm looking forward to this performance. All of the people have worked so hard on it for many, many months. I think it's going to be an amazing show. I might be a little biased since I have family in it, but... I think it's going to be amazing, and if you live in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, look it up. It's called Eagle's Wing Studio, and they're putting on uh, Music Man. Now, some of you who know me know how big of a Shakespeare fan I am. A few weeks ago, I actually had the opportunity to go to Staten, Virginia, where they have a theater. I believe it's called the American Shakespeare Center. And it's the only replica in the world of the theater in England, uh, the Globe, where Shakespeare did a lot of his plays, let's just say many, many years ago. But this theater in Stanton is absolutely beautiful. I went and saw the play Hamlet. I cried. Um, (laughs) How could you not? It's a beautiful play, a beautiful place. And if you are a big fan of Shakespeare, and they also do some Jane Austen plays, I definitely would recommend looking that up and maybe going seeing a beautiful performance. So now I want to talk a little bit about Bookstagram. It's actually Instagram, but with a hashtag Bookstagram, and you will find some of the most amazing pictures of books. I absolutely love it, and I'm actually trying to do some of my own Bookstagrams. Um, It's where you have like a theme. Um, You don't have to have a theme, but a lot of people have a theme as far as how each picture looks. And it's very artistic, beautiful, and for book lovers, it's everything you'd ever want in one picture because it has books or some people put tea or coffee in their pictures. And I think it's absolutely fun to go through and just look at all the beautiful books. I also sometimes look up the hashtag Christian fiction and that way I can discover some new books because let's be honest, you can never have enough Christian fiction books. But if you have a bookstagram, find me on Instagram. Let me know what your username is and I'll follow you. Love to find new people to follow on Instagram. I absolutely love Instagram because it's pictures and I think it's a little bit more fun than Facebook, but that's just my own opinion. Most of my pictures are of books, tea, and flowers, sometimes of my view. Here in Virginia, I have a nice view of the Blue Ridge Mountains, so that's kind of nice to uh, post pictures of once in a while. Speaking of Virginia, one thing that has happened this week in my hometown is uh, we got hit pretty bad with a tornado. Um, They said it was an EF2 tornado and EF3 um, just outside in the county. It went about 20 miles, so please just be praying. Um, There were no fatalities. Um, There were some injuries. But there's a lot of people rebuilding their businesses and homes now after this uh, natural disaster. And the one really cool thing, not saying that natural disasters are cool, but just to see how the community comes together to help each other. 
It has been so amazing to see um, even some of the like the local like corporations, um, I guess, like our local Kroger here um, lowered the price of water for uh, disaster relief. That's just really neat to see because you don't really see that often when something like this happens. But it was just, um, it's been a very interesting week. <laughs> but be in prayer for uh, everyone recovering from these awful storms. Also, be in prayer for those in Oklahoma. Um, As I was talking to Chloe Flanagan um, after our interview, I found out she actually is from Oklahoma area, and they actually have some pretty bad fires there um, that's happening. So just be in prayer for everyone who's going to be impacted by these fires, and just pray for safety of the people there, and that they are able to get these fires out. It's a very dangerous situation and I'd love for our fellow believers to just pull together and pray for them. Well, that pretty much wraps up the podcast for this week. I just want to say thank you again to Chloe Flanagan for being on Till at Tea Time. I really enjoyed having her on. And if you are interested in being on the podcast, I'd love to have you on the show. You can go to my website, Alyssa Tillett com and click on Till It Tea Time podcast and you can fill out the form there to be on the show. Al will email you back as soon as I am able to. Next week, I don't have any special guests, but I will be talking about a mysterious subject that is unknown to me and you. So tune in next week as I talk about some subject that I pick. Or if you have suggestions for a podcast, you can email me at tillitteatime at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast or if you have questions, anything, if you have any comments, you can email me. Thank you again for listening. This is Alyssa with Till It Tea Time. Till next week. <laughs>